Hi. My name's Will, and I'm Bailey's brother and fellow interested artist. <laughs> Debatable artist mm. on the fence, hoping to be converted. Same. Who are you? I'm Bailey, Will's sister, also a debatable artist, um, and the face behind the Commonplace Studio and Collective. Well, as the face behind the mm. uh, Commonplace Studio and Collective, there's a lot of people that are interested in what you're doing mm. and who you are, and this is a part of your creative journey mm -hmm. as an artist and also the creative endeavor for the collective of artists mm -hmm. and yet to be artists mm -hmm. and Roxborough. So what is the commonplace and who is it for? So the commonplace is really a creative space um, mm -hmm. for the curious and mm. the creative and I think for me just as a person I believe that creativity looks like a myriad of things um, and can exist in a plethora of spaces so the commonplace is really just an outflow of that belief that everybody has the right to be a creative if they wish and that creativity can look like a lot of different things. But I think for me, I just realized in order for that to belief to exist somewhere, it needed a home. And so the commonplace mm. is mm. just that. So that would be what the commonplace is. And then kind of already said it, who is it for? Um, I think it's for people that already feel like established artists that would love to be able to have a space mm. where they could be around others that are like-minded and practice their craft um, I think it also is for the people that have always had a bend towards creative things but maybe haven't felt like they had ownership over the term artist but would love to have creativity in their life so it's for those people and then it's also for people that would have never considered themselves artsy but find an interest in a workshop or a class that's being offered and they have the right to participate as well so I think really that's why I would tag the commonplaces somewhere for the curious and creative because I feel like um, mm -hmm. even if somebody doesn't necessarily feel like they have ownership over that term of being a creative I think that we all have some level of curiosity within us uh, mm -hmm. and so I think that just with that being said, really it is for all people, but all people with the regard of um, people that are curious and and or people that would deem themselves a creative. That's awesome. <laughs> so to be creative, you mm. have to be curious. I do think so. But most often we hesitate to be or to say that we're creative. Right when it's exactly what it is to be mm -hmm. interested in it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the two can't can't come apart mm -hmm. they're attached together yeah I do I think that um there's a creative group that you and I both are a part of 
um, the well out of Pennsylvania and they take part in another creative group called Mystics and Makers and they have a book club where they're reading through Rick Rubin's book a creative the creative act and Rick Rubin really holds the belief that everybody is a creative and I feel like in a lot of ways his thoughts on the creative life are very much similar to mine and Mm. what the commonplace is Mm. but he really um, just holds fast to creativity looks like obviously an artist's journey as much as it is like recalculating your route from work to home knowing that there's traffic ahead Mm. so I think that more than anything the commonplace is somewhere where just more than anything I guess even for myself why I created is you just want something more out of life you want something maybe even different um and I think a lot of times that does look like just somewhere where there's community and so I think that as much as it is a creative collaborative space it is a space where uh, everyone has a seat at the table so there will be um just that aspect of gathering and I think for even somebody that doesn't feel like they're creative or curious I think that all of us can understand that longing for uh, other people and uh, that's definitely one of my um, main passions I think as a person to be able to create a a table that everyone has a seat at Um, and then maybe along the way convince people that I do think everyone is a creative, and even if not, I do think everyone's curious. But even if nobody thinks they're that or the other, I can at least guarantee that like, they want to belong somewhere. Mm. So it's a place for those as well. To the people who may feel nervous or fearful mm. or an intuition that a step in this direction might reveal they're unskilled or unqualified Mm -hmm. or just potentially might fail. Mm -hmm. What would you say is waiting for them at the commonplace when they take that first step, whether it's by themselves or with a group or Mm -hmm. whoever? I think at least for me as the person that started it and will run it, they'll have a good friend in me because I (laughs) definitely feel like that every single time that, uh, uh, embark on anything creative and I think that's just the mark of a really true and honest person to be able to say that um, you really do feel like a fraud when mm. you come out and say okay I think this is really the life that I'm supposed to be living but um, I was just talking to uh, an artist actually in our town and we were both talking through that very thing that there's it's almost like I think even in the creative community there is this certain Mm. like mystic about it all but really what it boils down to is that basically creatives just gatekeep (laughs) the fact that none of us feel Mm. like we really belong but Mm. like kind of back to what Rick Rubin said it if we if we just accept that creativity is just he he expressed the thought that creativity is our birthright so if you really do just operate out of the fact that it's not something that you earn because you have some sort of like talent or not then I feel like that does give you some freedom but I also do think that part of the step of not feeling like a fraud all the time is being in community with other people that are also being willing enough to say 
you know, I do, I, you know, I look up creative ideas on Pinterest, <laughs> but all the rest of us do too, but nobody's willing to say it, but all it takes is like one person to say it and then not everybody feels as fraud-like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if that is the concern, like I said, it, maybe I'm the only person in the room that will be able to relate to you, but I definitely am willing to be that person. <laughs> and you'll do it together. And we'll do it together. Yes, I do think that even if... I think that that's part of why I started the studio when I did. I think that I was tired of Mm. feeling like I didn't have... Again, to use that same, like, kind of, like, thought process that I didn't have a seat at the table because I'm not naturally as gifted as some of the creatives that I really admire. But then I just realized that thought process kept on tacking years onto my life of growing older and still not doing mm. the thing that makes me feel most alive mm. and you bas- I just basically had to make the choice like am I going to keep getting older and not doing the thing that I know I'm supposed to do just out of the fact that I don't feel like I'm good enough or am I going to just do it and then like make a new version of what good enough looks like mm. and be okay with it and I mm. think for me it ended up like, it wasn't worth not feeling completely um, alive, really, for lack of a better term. Um, and I think that more people, you just, I don't know, you got to be, you have to take that step and be brave. And yeah, um, I think that you'll realize that pretty much anybody that will exist in the space beside you feels that way or has felt that way. Or if they say they don't. They probably most certainly do. And they just might not be self-aware to know it yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone feels like a fraud. <laughs> yeah, everything is waiting for them. Everything's waiting for them. Yeah. Um, I think the last last question for the people who uh, maybe feel, like, overwhelmed mm. um, by the idea of creativity and artistry and... Um, discovery and curiosity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they want to come in and just have fun mm-hmm. yeah. they want to come in and walk out with something that they did mm-hmm. that they can put on their mantle or yes. serve food from <laughs> or gift to their aunt mm-hmm. or share with their friend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's fun look like at the commonplace I think it really does go back to just at the core of what I um, plan for the commonplace to be, it really is just a space for people to feel known. And so I think more than anything, like, that is what's fun. You get Mm. to be around other people that Mm. you may or may not have met before. You get to take a break from whatever role you typically play in your life and be something that maybe you're not you've never been before or you have been before but you've been doing it more in an individualistic type way Mm -hmm. um and you kind of get to step out of that that and put on a different hat for a while and I think that always can be really refreshing Mm -hmm. um but more than anything I think the fun can just look like um being childlike again Mm -hmm. in a way like nothing real it really doesn't matter there it's not there's, I think, this false ideal or false idea that somewhere along the way everything ends up being a popularity contest. But at least for me, it's not. 
Mm-hmm. And so the space that I'm going to create is not going to exist on that plane. So I think fun looks like you just you show up, you try something new, and I think that the being able to just exercise that part of yourself that, like I said, is childlike, Yeah, I think kind of makes it what it needs to be and you'll giggle yeah. and <laughs> you might make a new friend yeah um you'll take cute pictures yeah it'll be an experience yeah. it'll be something that you can either continue to take part in or it'll be a one and done kind of thing and yeah you know it's not for you but yeah. um yeah I think the childlikeness of it is what's fun and I think everybody on any type of skill level any type of interest uh everyone likes to take a break from their real life and giggle for a moment. Yeah. So I think like that, that to me, that's, what's always fun. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's really interesting with Rick Rubin talking about the birthright of right. being a creator Yeah. is that a child doesn't try to be Mm-mm. any more childlike than they are Mm-mm. or any more, uh, interested mm-hmm. in something for five seconds or mm-hmm. five minutes mm-hmm. that's just who they are mm-hmm. and having a space to succeed and fail mm-hmm. with new people or the same people is mm-hmm. is really exciting yeah um, I think too I think that even just showing up is such a big deal especially in the world that we live in everything is so um, falsified in a way like community oftentimes does exist like on a screen mm. and I think even just being brave enough to like authentically exist with mm. other people mm. I think could be really or will be really exciting for most people because mm-hmm. um, there it just that type of connection with other people it it can't be like duplicated in a lot of the ways that I feel like we like typically access togetherness Mm -hmm. and so I think like that's fun too to cut like I don't know quote like quote unquote go back to the old days Mm -hmm. where like we gather together in person and chat and giggle in person and Mm -hmm. sit next to someone we don't even know Mm -hmm. in person Mm -hmm. I think is um I don't like or I don't know just kind of a stick it to the man type thing where Mm. we realize I think just as people we really need a lot more yeah and um I think that that's always fun when you feel like you're kind of I don't know breaking out of a mold in a way Mm -hmm. like what's just the most easily accessible I don't think it's cutting it anymore so to like really just be with each other I think is well worth the nervousness it might you might feel those first few minutes at the beginning of a workshop or in the beginning of a, a class, um, mm. I think it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, and why open this space in Roxborough? I having, love that question. Having traveled, mm. lived in different areas, mm-hmm. dif- even different parts of North Carolina. True. Parts of North Carolina that have roots historically mm-hmm. in uh, pottery and ceramics mm-hmm. um, that have communities that already exist there Mm -hmm. uh, why create something new I I think that a lot of it is that I think I have been to different towns and different parts of the world even and I think that the um, the older I've gotten I've really evaluated 
what makes me feel whole and or even I guess more so where mm-hmm. and I think that uh for whatever reason kind of I guess going back to where I was originally rooted has always felt very safe for me mm. and uh in a in a really odd way just very freeing mm. uh so I think for me it was important to create this space somewhere that I feel most able to like expand Mm-hmm. Uh, without any type of limitations. Mm-hmm. But I think also, too, the older I've gotten, my love for our area has grown immensely. And I think that our town, I've, uh, for all of our remembered life, we've lived in Roxborough. And I feel like yeah. as I go back over the years that I've grown up, I was, I've always been nurtured by creatives in our town. And mm-hmm. so I think as I've been away, I've reflected on how many creatives... I've had the chance to know from different circles in our town mm. compared to other places I've lived. Mm. And there is this like odd realization. There's a lot of creatives <laughs> in Roxborough compared to other towns I've lived in. There's something in the water. There's something in the water. So I think I also saw a lot of potential in uh, just in regards to the vision of wanting to create a space where there could be community of like-minded people and I think it just felt so wonderful that the place I feel most free in like I just felt like it the uh, the soil was what's the word ready ready to <laughs> rock and roll so I think that's why I love I love the town I love the area I think that uh, there's a lot of really exceptionally gifted and talented people in our town that have a lot of gifts that yeah. I think deserve a, a place to be shared. Mm-hmm. And I also think that I've existed in our town on and off for like the last four years and have I've wrestled with being a creative more so for the last four years. So I also know what it felt like more or less living in our area and having little to no access to mm-hmm. creative spaces that I needed as an artist mm-hmm. to thrive. So I felt mm-hmm. also like... I know what it feels like to long for something in our area that doesn't exist without having to drive. So I think I just felt like I had the opportunity to meet a need I felt as a creative Mm -hmm. and also pay respects to the creativity that had been poured into me over the years of living in Roxborough from a young child. Mm -hmm. Um, So really a multitude of reasons, but one of the main ones being uh, Mm -hmm. there was a need that yeah. I felt like needed to be met. And I think I kept looking around for somebody to do it and then realized um, it was just me Yeah. in the room <laughs> and I needed to go and get up and do it. Mm-hmm. So I did. Yeah. A home for the people you're grateful for. Yeah. And those who are not yet there as well that, yeah. are, that are looking and wondering like you were. Yes. At one point. Yeah, definitely. I think. And still... And, and are making the home now, yeah. you know. Kind of like that cliche, like, grow up to be the person that you always wish existed when you were young, or whatever mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. I think I had a unique experience where I had those people when I was young. Mm. And now, I'm not young anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, I want to be that person. Mm. Um, because I think, in a lot of ways, it shaped me Yeah. into who I am. I always had very eclectic mm-hmm. people from different walks of life. Mm-hmm. As I grew up 
in town, and I think it really gave way for me to be able to realize uh, I can be yeah. different, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, maybe that's it. Maybe it wasn't I really. It wasn't that I was in a room and there was nobody else in there. I think I just was in a room and I got older mm-hmm. and realized I'm no longer the young person needing somebody to pour into me, but I'm now mm-hmm. older and it's time for me to pay my respects. Yes. So I think that that's yeah. maybe more what it is. And I think I think your honesty <laughs> about safety of a small town. I love it. Will be liberating. It really is liberating. And will be liberating for people that. Yeah can still access Mm -hmm. something that is challenging and yet accepting Mm -hmm. something that requires their intuition and fear to work that might yield something that's surprising Mm -hmm. and new uh yet it's based in a place Mm -hmm. that's still really safe yeah and based in a place that's rooted and Mm -hmm. foundational Mm -hmm. and that that transition might not have to be a drive that's an hour it can be right. a walk downtown right yeah or even like a whole uprooting move to a big place yeah. that everyone says that's where you'll find yourself i think yeah i think there's a you have the ability to find yourself where yeah. you're from yeah um because i did mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and i think everywhere i've existed outside of our town has only just shaped me more but I think creatively, a lot of it did start mm-hmm. from people that poured mm-hmm. into me from our town. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, different creatives that I had connections with as I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, mm-hmm. but is that happening for other creatives? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know that I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just for people that are younger, but even just to create a home for for any age. Mm-hmm. Um would be really special. Mm. And this is you starting the conversation. Yeah, this is me starting the conversation. Mm. Stirring things up. Stirring things up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, starting the conversation. I like that. Mm. Yes. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being my interviewer. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. We'll do this again. Yes, very soon. <laughs>